Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right on the two-game TBT, or the basketball tournament uh, slate on Saturday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and eSports daily fantasy sports sites, eSports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and CSGO. Um, also, again, I just want to say thank you guys for all support. We are now at, I believe, 3.47 thousand subscribers. If you enjoy all this free content, uh, if you'd leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell. Um, yeah, I mean, those things do really help me out to continue to grow this channel. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and review, uh, if you take a minute out of your day to do that, would also be greatly appreciated as, again, as I try to grow that as well as this YouTube channel. Um... But yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into it. So uh, yeah, before we get into players and the prices for the site on Saturday, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Friday Slate. So Friday Slate, let's go over my lineup here. Went with Feliz, Newbill, Elgin Cook, uh, Matt Dom, Thompson, Davis, Oliver, and Nana Egbu. Um, so clearly I had one one big bust, and you know... With Nana Egwu there, I knew what I was getting into. I know he's not an offensive threat. You know, I mentioned that in my video. I was hoping for at least to get like maybe a putback or two or a block shot. Even it was a little tough to watch. He just couldn't do anything. Um, so yeah, he was a little bit of letdown. The big letdown there was Davis. Man, that I mean, whew, he was terrible. I didn't really want to play him, but he was a point guard. He was cheap. Um, you know, he played terrible the first game, too. I figured maybe he could bounce back. I think I made a mistake here in, in, in playing him over Landers. To be honest, I, I really think that was a mistake on my part. Uh, not just not because just of, you know, how the game went, but because Landers played way more minutes. He looked better the first game. He was even a little cheaper, right? So I think I, think I really did make a mistake there by, by not playing Landers. Again, Landers and Newbold, the two value guys I mentioned, uh, Landers played amazing. Newbill wasn't bad for his price, right? 4.7K, 17 is, is solid. Feliz was a guy that was pretty low-owned, but I was pretty high in him. He was uh, a really good play there, 42 fancy points. Elgin Cook, okay, right? He's just, he's a frustrating player to watch. Like, he, he's talented, but I don't know. I feel like he can do more offensively, and it's just a little bit frustrating to watch. Matt Dom. Um, he actually was in the winning lineup, but he was, you know, okay. He, he had an off game for his purposes, for sure. I mean, he was averaging, what, 20 and, like, 12 or something the first couple games. He's, like, a, I think he's top nine overall in NCAA basketball history and scoring. Like, he's going to put the ball in the net. He just had a bad shooting game today. So if you played Matt Dom, like myself, and, like, 70% of people, you probably got a little bit of lucky. But, again, we'll go over the winning lineup. He actually was in the winning lineup. Thompson, really liked him. Again, center was pretty thin, so I feel like he was a pretty clear option, and I made the mistake playing Davis there when he looked bad the first game. Should have played Landers. I think I made a mistake there. Oliver, another guy I mentioned really liking for, for his price, then obviously Nana Agu. I, I knew what I was getting into there. He was just kind of a filler. I needed a cheap guy, so um, yeah, let's go over the winning lineup. So the winning lineup, I think it was just three players different than mine, which is a little bit crazy to think about. So you had Feliz, Newbill, uh, Thompson, Oliver, and Dom, right? But he had Landers, so again, I should have played because he just basically played the whole game. He's listed as a shooting guard, but he's really like their four. He's like a big guy, right? He was guarding Matt Dom. Um, Givens kind of came out of nowhere there. Now, again, 
we can see those type of games from bigs. Uh, we did not see that for the first game, but the second game, he just today, obviously, he went enormous, went 22 and 13. He looks, I don't know if you guys watch the games, he looks identical to Taj Gibson. Um, and then Mix, uh, Mike Sell, uh, he could not miss behind the three-point line. Him and the guy from Louisville, I forget his name right now, both came off the bench, and they just could not miss. They were just draining threes left and right. So he that was the winning lineup there. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it for the look back. Um, let's now, let's jump into it, right? So we'll start the first game here with uh, Heard That. So uh, let's go over the roster here. Uh, they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 players in their roster. Um, and let's go over stats. They've played two games so far. So it was, was Ja'Cory Williams, I believe. Yeah, Ja'Cory Williams, Jackery Williams, however you pronounce his name, uh, had a really good first game, went for 22-1-9. I think he had a pretty good second game, too. Yeah, went for 31-6. He's a very, very aggressive player. Um, I guess the one downside is he's still not playing a whole lot of minutes. They're only 24 minutes. You expect a little bit more for guys playing so well, right? Uh, Chris Coakley was the guy I mentioned as a value play that I liked uh, after the first game because he was a little bit of a letdown. He went enormous that second game, went for 32-7. and Right, the first game he didn't play a whole lot of minutes. Only went eight, one, and three. Second game he went crazy, but again, this game was super high scoring. Yeah, one hundred and two to ninety nine. Um, I mean, they are going to play fast, which is good. Um, and then he did crack the top five minutes. Coakley up to twenty one. Um, I think for you know for how well he played, he's probably going to get twenty five or so minutes tomorrow. Would be my best guess. Now, John Elmore at six point eight k is probably my favorite play. Of the slate, honestly, I really, really like that price. Um, he's just a do-it-all guy. He basically played the whole game, too. Um, what is he averaging minutes-wise? 32. Yeah, he came out for like a minute and a half there at the uh, at the end. So he got poked in the eye that second game. But other than that, he basically was out there the whole, ga- whole game. He's a guy that's going to have the ball in his hands the whole time. Again, he's look at his stats, right? 9, 10, and 8, almost a triple-double. 7, 10, and 5. He's just... Again, he's going to have the ball in his hands the whole time. He's going to play basically the whole game. He's a good shooter, too. He should shoot more, to be honest, personally, uh, from from watching his team. I think he should shoot more. Um, you know, the one downside was TMT basically just double-teamed him. They, like, forced the ball out of his hands a lot, which is a little bit concerning, right? Maybe OE does, the overseas league does that, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for his price, I think he stands out as probably the best player of the slate. So, love John Elmore there uh, for his price couple other interesting plays here. Um, you have Zach Smith at 5.3K. He's currently listed, at least on DraftKings on the website, listed as questionable. So, got to keep an eye on that, right? Uh, he's a decent first couple games, right? 10, 4, and 1. Uh, 12, 5, and 1. So, he's a guy that definitely can put up some stats. Uh, he did not crack the top 5 in minutes, which is a little bit concerning, right? We have the average minutes, but only for the top 5 guys. Uh, but again, he's been somewhat productive the, fir- the first couple of games. So I think he's in play, right, as a value big. Um, I also think Ryan Luther as a value play is viable too. Again, nothing crazy, but 20 fancy points and 19.5 fancy points at 4.7K. Uh, he also did not crack the top five in minutes. Uh, again, a little bit concerning there too. Uh, but I think those those two, as cheaper options you can consider, again, Biggs have a high floor. We know both Smith and Luther probably aren't going to play a lot of minutes. Now, if Zach Smith is out, right, if he gets ruled out, then that's like a boost, obviously, to Luther. Obviously, Chris Coakley would get a boost. So, got to keep an eye on that. 
Uh, O.T. Elmore, John Elmore's brother, also will get good minutes. Uh, what's he averaging first couple games? Twenty About 24 minutes. Uh, he's not as good of a player, but he can still stroke her from downtown. Uh, you know, 4.9K is a cheap option. I think he's I think he's a viable punt, too, uh, just because you know he's going to play good minutes, um, and he can get hot behind the three-point line. So there are some interesting plays here. Again, definitely my favorite here would be John Elmore, first price. I think he's arguably the top play in the slate. Uh, Coakley and Williams uh, have, you know, that last game both played really well. Williams played well the first couple games. Um, you know, they are priced up, so you're going to have to be a premium form. So I wouldn't say like they're my favorite plays for their price, but I think they are viable. And some cheaper options, right? Smith, uh, Ryan Luther, even O.T. Elmore at the shooting guard position. Uh, and then the rotations, right? They basically ran, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine-man rotations with, again, John Elmore basically playing the whole game. Next, let's move on to Overseas Elite. So, um... In their game, it was a little bit of a slower game, right? 76 to 70, which is slightly concerning. Now, I think that's partly due to them having Joe Johnson on the roster, to be honest, right? When you have a four or thir- I think he's 39, a really old player on the roster, you're going to have to play a little bit slower. Um, so that is, you know, I guess slightly concerning their pace of play, at least the first game. Now, the big question in this slate is what are you going to do with Joe Johnson at 9.1? They again have him listed as questionable on DraftKings. I believe they had him listed as questionable the last time, too. I think he's going to play. Um, yeah, I mean, he had a pretty good game, right? He went for 13, 5, and 4. The, the concern here is the minutes on this team. They're a very, very deep team. The guy who played the most was uh, Pooh Jeter, went for 29 minutes, and then Joe Johnson, 27. So that's not great, right? And you have um, how many players? So Z- Xavier Silas started, but I think he actually got injured. So. That's something to keep an eye on for sure. If he's not playing, that's one less body in the rotation. But I believe it was, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Was it only eight-man rotation? I feel like that's wrong. No, Dakari Tucker definitely was in there. I think DraftKings doesn't... Maybe they just didn't... Yeah, he was definitely uh, playing. Because um, if we go to stats here... Um, yeah, he was in the top five minutes. He played 22 and a half. So DraftKings, I think, just didn't update his score for some reason. Now, I do want to point out a couple interesting plays here. Yeah, Joe Johnson, obviously, a 9.1K. We'll talk about the end with roster construction, but small forward is really thin. It's like you pay up for Joe Johnson or you take a shot on someone that you're not going to feel great about. But 9.1K, yeah, I don't know if I want to pay 9.1K for Joe Johnson, right? I, I know he's, he's definitely the best player in this, you know, on the slate, but... The minutes, the the pace of play, the deep roster, all things that do concern me a little bit. But again, I'll talk about that at the end. Uh, Pooh Jeter was a guy that just lit it up. Um, he looked really good. Went for 22-2-1. He played good minutes, too. He is most on the team, right? He played almost 30 minutes. So at the point guard position, though, at 8K, uh, it feels a little pricey. Now, I'm not saying he's out of play, right? But it just feels a little bit pricey. Now, a guy like Frank Frank uh, Sessions, I think, is an interesting, cheaper option, right? Uh, he, I think, cracked the top five minutes. Oh, no, he didn't. I could have sworn he was out there a good amount from watching that game. But, oh, okay. Um, you know, he did start. I guess he didn't play more than, what, 18 minutes? Um, yeah. So, Maybe maybe don't go to Frank, Frank Sessions. Now, a guy that I do want to mention here, and I think 
recency bias, Will Lower's ownership is Justin Burrell. He started at center, and he got in foul trouble right away. Picked up like two fouls, came out of the game. So I wouldn't be super worried about uh, the kind of lack of production from him and him not being in the top five in minutes. Um, I think I kind of like him as a value play. Uh, just because, again, he started the last game, he got in foul trouble, so he didn't play a whole lot of minutes. He had, you know, didn't have the best game either, but this slate doesn't have a whole lot of like, good, cheap options. So I think Justin Burrell makes for a good value play. Bobby Brown came off the bench, looked decent when he was out there. I went for 10, 1, and 2. Uh, he did, I think, crack the top 5 in minutes for this team. Yeah, he played 18.6, which is not a whole lot, but you know, a 5.1 price, t- uh, price point is not uh, you know that expensive. Um and I think that's really it. Again, I want to keep an eye on Xavier Silas, and if he's available to play, he started. But I think he only played two minutes, and that was it. So um, it's also important to follow me on Twitter, guys. That is in the description below. I'll give my thoughts as we get this news. Normally, we get the starting lap news about an hour, two hours before lock. And when we do get it, I will make sure to tweet it out and kind of give my thoughts from there. So that's why it's important to follow me. But, yeah, this team overall right now I think is probably my least favorite team to target. Uh, they're a deep roster. Um you know, Joe Johnson's price way up. Again, I think he makes for a good play, but you're going to have to pay, overpay for him a little bit. Pujita seems a little bit overpriced. Uh, I think probably my favorite player right now would be Justin Burrell at 5.4K. I think recency bias will lower his ownership. Again, foul trouble uh, was the reason why he didn't get a whole lot of minutes there in the first game. Uh, let's now move on to the, the second game here. Uh, and we have sideline cancer versus... Um, What's their name again? Oh, Bayham. Bayham's army, the Syracuse team. Um, so this sideline cancer team, I think, looks pretty good. Let's let's take a look at their roster. Right? They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine man roster. The bottom two guys barely played, and you had Diamond Stone injured last game. So yeah, that looks really good, right? Because if Stone's out again, they basically ran one, two, three, four. Five, a six-man rotation. So this is a team, personally, that I feel the most confident in targeting. Now, again, we have to keep an eye on Diamond Stone, and that's directly correlated to whether I want to play Eric Thompson or not. If Diamond Stone plays, he's going to start. He's going to play big minutes. Uh, I would have no interest in Eric Thompson. If Diamond Stone misses and Eric Thompson is basically the only big left in the team, then I really like Eric Thompson. So that's something we've got to keep an eye on. Um, I think which, whichever way, uh, you definitely, personally, I'm going to play one of the bigs in sideline cancer. Again, if Stone plays and he starts and he's not going to be limited, I'm going to play Stone. If Stone's out, I'm going to play Eric Thompson. So uh, both the bigs look really good in this team. Um, let's go over to their uh, stats. So uh, did I only pull up the first game? I might have only pulled up the first game here, uh, or the second game, I should say. But the first game, Diamond Stone played really well. Again, the second game, they did play what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight man. I guess rotation, but the, the bottom two guys, you know, barely played with with uh, uh, Johnson and McGlynn. So um, yeah, this is a team I do have interest. Again, we got to keep an eye on Diamond Stone status. Again, that's why it's important to follow me on Twitter. I'll get my thoughts once we get that news. Uh, but if you look at the minutes here, uh, again, when Diamond Stone played, he played twenty seven minutes, which is really good. When Diamond Stone was out, Eric Thompson played almost 30 minutes. So, yes, again, I want to play one of those bigs. Again, it depends on the injury news. Uh, let's talk about Marcus Keene. 
8.7K. He's a guy that's just going to put the ball in the bucket. He is a scorer, and he averaged 35-5 and five in Central Michigan. Um, yeah, he can, again, we saw that upside in the first game, went right, went for 29-6-6. Six six. He's expensive, 8.7K. So the question is, you know, I guess, you know, like a 1v1, right? Do you want to play Marcus Keene? Do you want to play Joe Johnson? If I had to pick... I would probably slightly lean towards Marquis, Marcus Keene, who's going to play more minutes. I think he has a little bit more upside, but that's just me. Um, I think that's a close call. I think he's certainly somebody you can look to. Again, you might have to overpay for him a little bit, but we know he's going to play basically the whole game. We know he's going to shoot the ball a ton. We know if he's shooting the ball well, he can put up an enormous game like he did that first game. So I have interest in Marcus Keene, a good amount of interest. Again, Eric Thompson, Diamond Stone, you guys know my thoughts there. Uh, I think a good play in the mid-ranger is Mo Creek. I think he goes maybe a little bit forgotten about, but he's also playing good minutes for this team. Again, they're, they're kind of shorthanded, uh, averaging about 28 minutes. He kind of is their second score behind Mo, or behind um, uh, sorry uh, Marcus Keene. So I do like Mo Creek a good amount. Um, if you can't get to Marcus Keene and you want to play guard, I'm perfectly fine getting to Mo Creek. He's one of my favorite shooting guard plays uh, on this slate for his price. The minutes are there. The production is there. He's a guy that can shoot the ball well. So I do like Mo Creek a decent amount. Um, let's see. A guy like Remy Ebel, Abel came off the bench, actually played pretty well. Again, they were shorthanded. I think he's okay, but personally, I would rather play Mo Creek for a little bit more. Uh, Jamil Artis, is, he did not look good that last game. Turned the ball over a lot, four turnovers. Um, yeah, again, small forward is really thin. It's like... You play Joe Johnson, you maybe overpay for him a little bit, or you go down to like a guy like Jamil Artis, or again, we'll, we'll talk about it more at the end. But you know, the good, the positive here with Jamil Artis is again they're a little bit shorthanded. We know he's going to play decent minutes, right? He's averaging twenty-seven minutes. That's good to see. Five point five K is a reasonable price. Small forwards, thin position today, so I, I think he's in consideration for that reason, right? The minutes. Uh, and for the, the position being so thin, again, I'm not overly excited about him in general, but just small forward is a really thin position. Uh, Dion Wright at 4.8K, again, came off the, the bench. Uh, played okay, but I would probably rather play Artist for, you know, who's going to get more minutes. But, you know, I guess that's a close call. But that's really it for, for my thoughts here inside that cancer. Again, they're definitely an interesting team here. A team that I think is the most shorthanded. We've got to keep an eye on the Diamond Stone news, obviously. Uh, Stone plays. I really like him at that price. If Stone misses, obviously Eric Thompson is play huge minutes. I, I like him even at a bit of price point. And last, let's talk about Bayham's Army. So this is uh, actually another team though that was pretty short-handed, right? Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-man rotation, uh, which is really good to see. I, I feel like there are more. I feel like I could be wrong, but maybe not. Um, so let's take a look at their stats here. They've only played one game. Um, so in that game, Dante Green went off. Uh, but yeah, Devendorf played really well, went for 21-1. and one. Dante Green went for 16-9. and nine. Malachi Richardson went for 15-1-3. and three. You had Brandon Trish, 10-2-3. And, and then a White went for 5-6. and six. Another small forward I think you can consider just because it's so, such a thin position. Um Looking at the minutes, Dante Green and Malachi Richardson played the most at about 30. You had Devendorf behind him, but he got in some foul trouble. So I think he would have probably been on pace for about 30 minutes too. So I think Green, Malachi Richardson, and Devendorf are you know 
the main three guys, whereas Trish and White will still get good minutes too. Again, it's good to see that every one of those five guys played over 20 minutes. So now let's talk about the prices here. I think the prices look pretty good in this team. This is also, I think this game in general looks a lot more appealing than the first game. Um, like Devendorf at 6.9K, him and Rich Richardson look good. Uh, it's kind of, you know, that's a tough call. Devendorf is the much better scorer. He's a guy that, you know, can drain it from downtown. Uh, whereas Malachi Richardson's more of kind of a do-it-all guy, not really the best shooter, but can get those blocks, steals. Um, that one's really close, right? I think, personally, probably Devendorf has a little bit more upside because he's just better score. But uh, both those guys are certainly in play, and I do like both those guys a good amount at the shooting guard position. Dante Green really stands out to me at 6.4K. Uh, again, he went for 16-9 with four steals, played big minutes. He stands out as one of the better plays for his price. He's up there with John Elmore as one of my favorite plays. Um, on the slate. I really, really like Dante Green there at, at his price. Now, other guys I think you can have some interest in are, are Brandon Trish and uh, Andrew White. White's not a guy that's going to do a whole lot, but he got decent mats, and small forward is super thin, whereas Trish kind of underperformed a little bit, only went for 10-3-2. and two. Um, But he is a guy that can shoot the ball. Um, like, he does have a really good shot, and he could get hot. He's going to go low up. Like, definitely, he's Trish is going to be way lower owned than Richardson and Devendorf. So you want to play the ownership game and get a little bit different in GPPs. I can see going to Trish over Devendorf and Richardson. Uh, but that's really it. I don't think I would get to Ryman or Nichols there. It's really those starters that I have interest in. Um, okay, now let's do a brief recap here uh, of position by position and kind of what I'm thinking. Right. So the point guard position. Uh, you have Keen and Jeter at the top. Personally, I would rather get to Marcus Keen. I think he has more upside. Right. I think he had like what, almost 50 that first game. Yeah, 48. Like, I like him a little bit better. Um, he's going to play more minutes. I would rather get to Keen. Now, John Elmore at 6.8K, you guys know how I feel. I love that play. I think he's one of the top plays, if not the top play of the slate. Uh, then you get to the cheaper point guards. Honestly, there's not a whole lot below John Elmore. Like, Session started, didn't play a whole lot of minutes. I don't know if I want to go to Watson. Bobby Brown played decent off the bench, but... I just don't think we have to do it. So point guard is a little bit thin. I think there's three options with Elmore, Jeter, and Keen. But definitely, my if I had to rank those three, it would be further prices would be Elmore one, Keen two, Jeter three. Let's move on to shooting guard. So shooting guard is a little bit more deep for this one as well. Um, again, a couple of things to note: we have to keep an eye on Silas's uh, injury status. He's out. You know that could make some of those overseas elite guys a little bit more interesting, right? Maybe a guy like Bobby Brown becomes more viable. So we got to keep an eye on that. Uh, OT Elmore, I think it's an interesting value play, 4.9K. I really do. There, there's not a whole lot of like great plays under 5K. We know he's going to get about 24, 25 minutes. We know we can shoot the ball. He's does not look athletic at all. If you watch those games, he's like fat, bald. Uh, but he's a guy that can't score the ball. So I think he's in play as a cheap option. Dakari Tucker, again, for some reason, DraftKings doesn't have his stats up there. But he, he what did he finish with? Um... Let's go back over here. Where are we at? He went for 11-1-2. and two. So a little bit strange that they don't have him on there. I'm not overly excited about it, but again, if like Silas is out, he starts. Could have some interest in. Remy Abel's probably passed me that price. There's just better plays for a little bit more. So Trish, again, he's the guy that's going to go low-owned of those three Bayham Army guards. 
I think he's more of a just contrarian play. Mo Creek, I like him a good amount. And I like those Syracuse guards, the Bayhams are Army guards. Deep North and Richardson a good amount. Personally, I would rather get to Deep North and Richardson, but I think both are in play. Um, and I do like both a, a good amount. Um, now let's talk about small forwards. So again, if you look at this position, you know why it's so thin, right? You're not going to get to those bottom two guys, obviously. Deion Wright, probably not. Like, I would rather get to Jamel Otters, who's going to start most likely um, at 5.5. Again, Aaron Andrew White, you're not going to feel great about. He's going to get about 20 minutes, but he's not really a high-usage guy playing alongside Devendorf, Trish, Malachi Richardson, Dante Green. Right, He is basically the number five in, on the starting lineup. And then you have Joe Johnson, who's priced way up at 9.1K. So, you know, the question is, do you want to overpay a little more? Probably the safest op- or safe option to get to Joe Johnson, right? We know Joe Johnson's obviously a great player, played in the NBA for, what, 17 years, one of the top scorers. He's a very, very good player, definitely the best player on, on the slate. But he's older, right, 39. The minutes are a little bit concerning. So that's the big question. I think that's the key to the slate is getting, this, getting small forward right. Do you want to go Joe Johnson? I think he's going to garner ownership just because it's so thin. Or do you want to go to a guy like White or Artis, who you're not going to feel great about, but then that lets you get to some other plays? All right, so that's the big question. Right now, I'm a little bit undecided, honestly. Um, I I don't know what I'm going to do. Let's talk about power forward. So I think there's some good plays here at power forward. Um, Let's start. So the bottom guys, I would say the bottom four don't have – well, no, I I shouldn't say that again. Luther, if Zach Smith is out again, they have him list as questionable, I have some interest – both him and Smith aren't going to play huge minutes, but have been productive when they're out there. I think they're viable punts. Uh, Justin Burrell, again, I think I like for his price because he got in foul trouble. The Mets weren't really there. Uh, didn't have a great game, but the recency buy should lower his ownership. I think if he doesn't get in foul trouble, probably gets 20, 25-ish minutes, which is not bad for a 5.4K price point. So I do have interest there. Um, and Dante Green, I really like at 6.4K. Played huge minutes, about 30 minutes. Bam's army pretty thin. He just looked great when he's out there. Can stroke the three to a very athletic big. So I love Dante Green. I would probably say he's my favorite of this bunch. Um, I also have interest in Chris Coakley and and uh, Jakari Williams. Again, both these guys have been scoring the ball in bunches for her that. The concern is just their minutes, right? Jakari Williams averaging 24. Chris Coakley averaging 21. Now, again, are they going to be that productive in those short of minutes, right? This game was... What, 100? It was like 100 points, right? Yeah, 102 to 99. And this game was what, 80 to 65? So, yeah, you know, the big question is, you know, do you want to get to one of those guys? I think they're, it's a tricky spot, right? Because you might be overpaying a little bit, but they've played really well when they're on the court. Um, and then lastly, the center position. Okay, Chris Coakley, we've already talked about. Eric Thompson, Diamond Stone, you guys know my thoughts there. If Stone plays, I love him at that price. If Stone's out, I love Eric Thompson. He's going to basically play the whole game. Again, I really like Dante Green as well. Also talk about Justin Burrell. So that's really it for, for center. Um, and I think that's really it for, for my breakdown. Um, if you guys, if I had to stack a game, it would definitely be the second game. and both teams a little bit more shorthanded. Um, but, yeah, that's really my thoughts. So, I think that's going to do it for today's video, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you liked this video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. Um, yeah, I'll be back for another video to break down Sunday's slate. See us go. I probably will not have a slate up for tomorrow's slate. Call of Duty, it depends when the when the rosters are released. 
Uh, it did just end about 30 minutes ago. So if they're up soon, I will have a video. If not, I'll probably just give you guys my thoughts on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys all have a good Friday night, and I will see you all in the next video.